0: Hey, Pottercast, thank you so much for the incredible response you gave Roll 9 and 3 quarters. We're having so much fun. As a reminder to hear the next episode in which we get to Hogwarts and get sorted, you have to go over to our actual feed and subscribe. You can also follow us at Roll934 on Facebook, Roll934 on Twitter, something else on Instagram. You'll see it. Just look us up. We're having so much fun with it. Frankie's got a lot of surprises in store. This week, we're going to take it at LeakyCon 2019 in Boston, our 10-year anniversary, with Dan Fogler, everybody's favorite muggle baker. The whole Pottercast crew interviewed him, and it was a lot of fun, especially when he dinged John's theories. It's great.
1: Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Urn? Uh? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're
2: wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one
0: source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is Jakey Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Frank. Dan Fogel, everybody. Right.
2: Hello. How are you? Oh! <laughs> <That was laughs> Look nice. at this. It's awesome. You always, they always have it. great sets. Thank you. Yeah, they. O- I feel like they get more elaborate. You know. Yeah,
0: the first one you came to was Dublin. We didn't. Yeah. It was
2: a big. No, it was like a big cauldron.
0: In Dallas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it's no. Uh, but uh, this is lovely. Who do, who put that together?
0: Our creative director Jordan did the background, and then you know. A girl backstage, Trisha, who's been telling you when we can go on stage and hand you mics and stuff. Yeah. She did the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Multi talented people here at Ligigigon.
2: And uh, the real bricks. Them.
0: The bricks and the sign. The
2: bricks are real. No. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> the real bricks. And also she all the set dressing. And broke down the wall herself. Magical. Well, as
0: as you know, we we put a high a high premium here at Lincoln. I'm, I'm feeling like you're immersed in the magical world. We. How you guys doing? Have.
2: You guys doing good?
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: How are you
2: doing? I'm good. I'm um. Uh, I went to s- I went to school uh, Boston University. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Oh wow. So I was like walking around and enjoying myself and. Looking at the old haunts and being like, "Man, I can't believe it! This is like just bringing back crazy memories." And we had such a lovely day today, didn't we? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Beautiful. yeah. So i very in a very good mood.
0: Same. Same. You yeah, know, the weather's finally nice. It was a little touch and go yeah, there. Yeah, it was a little funky over the weekend.
2: I had one of the most. Oh, I'm not. No, th- say it. We're there are all children friends. here. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> not that many. I would. Th- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I had a. I had a very wild. Um... <laughs> I'm not going to get into that at all. <laughs> it was a very wild, uh, like, uh, like Christmas Eve here, where I didn't I didn't leave in time and I got snowed in. Yeah. And I, uh, here's here's the PG part of it. I felt like I was on Hoth.
1: Okay. Oh, oh my god. Because there yeah. I was like
2: the wi- I, I was one man, and everyone had left. You know, everyone left for the for the holidays, right. and they got out before the storm. And I just remember like seeing someone walking. Like four blocks ahead in the middle of this blizzard and I was just like, Hey I felt like chewy, you know? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm talking about Star Wars here, but That's uh, a no, it's all right. Yeah, you know what you're gonna do. Yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Did you uh did you study acting? It was it your undergrad? Yeah, or? I was there for acting. Oh very cool. cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I uh, there was I couldn't do anything else. So <laughs> I was like I went to school to draw pictures, so I get it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was an illustration major. Oh, cool, man.
0: He's an illustrator now, too. Uh. Oh, but uh, I was—I was just saying—we just saw that in an interview this weekend. You relived one of your most uh, uh, treasured roles from the spelling bee. Um, We've heard that there has been a reenactment this weekend of the magic foot. Oh my gosh. I've seen I've seen video. Does anybody everybody here on the twenty fifth? Uh, uh, yeah. God, it's a long name, and I always screw it For up. That the row spelling back bee there. Show. That row. <laughs> the twenty fifth uh, annual yeah. Cut, Putnam County Spelling Bee. There we go. Yes. Um, and I saw. I heard there was a, a reenactment of the, the the famous foot spelling dance. Yes. Magic foot. You wouldn't be feeling that coming on at all, would you? I mean, not right now. Okay. Well, if you do.
2: <laughs> if you do. If I mean, if everyone, like, <laughs> no one knows what the hell it is. <laughs> maybe if they started applauding for it. <laughs> all right, I guess they, they want to see it. Yes, yes. they do. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love it. I have to take my shoes off because the grips on my sneakers are too uh, sturdy. <laughs> what? Um. Okay. I maybe I should preface this with something. I played. I was on Broadway, and I I was in this show.
0: You won a Tony for it. Woo!
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, it's a big it's around deal. my neck like Flavor Flav. I oh this wow! And then you spin spinning this like a time turner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so I was uh, in this show, and I had, and I played um, in this show. Like you know, won a Tony Award, broke open all sorts of doors for me. So it's so. Thank you. Um, but um I was playing a 12 year old kid, uh all shaved down and everything. And uh I was like uh I was m- I was this guy named Mr. Barfay. <laughs> okay, right, thank you for laughing. And he was uh, <laughs> he was he was just like um you know everywhere else he was bullied yeah, you know he was such a, like a great nerd. You know, everywhere else he was bullied, but at the spelling bee he was the bully. You know, <laughs> so he when he and I and we, in preparation for playing these parts, we watched these spelling bees, and these kids had all of these different you know uh, tactics for memorizing while they were up there, and so they wouldn't be nervous. And some of them would, they were they they would be able to write with their finger, you know, in, invisibly on the back of their placard in order to memorize the word before they said it. So I was like, I want to do that for my character, but he's such like a blowhard that he's going to do it across the entire floor with his foot. you know. So, <laughs> and so um, this is the magic foot. So he would spell the word. He'd get a word, and he'd spell it like this. And it was like <laughs> That's awesome. <Woo! laughs> And that was, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Yeah. and that was, okay, what's crazy (laughs) about that, what's crazy about that is, uh, so that was like, so I I created that character, it came out of improvs, it's such a beautiful thing that that happened, you know, so that was just something that I could do, because uh, when I was a kid, I was like, oh man, I love James Brown, man, I was like, (laughs) so I was like, I could do some James Brownish kind of stuff. (laughs) And then somehow this weird thing that I could do was, was incorporated into this character and then What's like the so rest is history. That that the Suddenly, you know, that leap Bill from, from the, writing songs about it. The leap from the finger to the foot is just brilliant. Because you saw that and yeah. taking it to the nth is just like that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Awesome. Theatrical. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh, well, that's really cool. And it actually leads perfectly into something that we wanted to talk to you about today, which is just sort of how you are approaching your character Jacob uh, uh, in yeah. these films and you, d- you mentioned you had some improv uh, you know experience and things yeah. and uh, you know the Harry Potter movies sometimes the characters are f- so fleshed out from the books that there's not a whole lot of room to bring something to it yourself but I wonder with this experience uh, have you had much opportunity to contribute some of your own you know ideas about this character and what has that process been like?
2: Yeah for at you? every level which was so surprising it was really? like physical comedy uh improv <laughs> they really they really um they it, it, it were were very inviting they 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 were like please like because the first um harry potter movies obviously they had the books and it was you know the, you had to the, and and coming into fantastic beasts i was like Okay, am I going to have to? You know, every word she's she, she's she's the modern Shakespeare. You know, I have to, and adhe- this is a, I have to ad- adhere to iambic pentameter here. You know, <laughs> and uh, but no, they were like, we don't know who Jacob is. You're Jacob, so tell us who Jacob is. You know, in a lot of instances. Um, so I brought a lot of my own love of uh, improv, silent movies, and all, you know all that to the character, and and like I'll look around and I'll see. Uh, someone's shirt, you know, like a whole ad campaign was, I want to be a wizard, you know, that was just an improv, man. I mean, that was just like, uh, that was Dan saying, damn it, I want to be a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> well, watching them, you know, perform this, uh, their Ilvermorny song, which is like, uh, you can see it on the DVD extras. Uh, yeah, that, was that scene was me and Eddie watching the women, the women, the women that were falling in love with and And, uh, and so that was just an improv and I, and i was very comfortable at that time to do that to just throw stuff out there um my uncle's a house elf come on man <laughs> classic <laughs> like come on <laughs> I was, I mean, like that I was g- improv
0: too my uncle's a house elf oh yeah <laughs> <That's> amazing <laughs> i love th-
2: it's uh the line was supposed to be um um i l- it stopped it i love house elves <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> it's like oh, you never saw a house elf before what are you talking about i love house elves I was like my uncle's house. <laughs> oh, this is, this is, that's hysterical.
4: <laughs> that is hilarious. That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of those. <laughs> and then um, the first lesson I got where I was like, oh, sh- wow, we are. <laughs> oh, sh- wow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, you're able. Uh, okay, because before when I worked with green screen, it was like, man, you have to be precise, dude you have to make sure you are looking at that tennis ball at that <laughs> distance and it is spinning <laughs> at that frequency you know you have to make sure um and, uh, because if it's not it's going to look weird you know and a lot of those early CGI movies you're like they're not seeing anything <laughs> you know you know what i mean like yeah. back in like the when it first started CGI came on the scene and uh but nowadays the technology is so excellent they were basically like I was like okay so where do I look like in the scene where the um the murtlap comes out and and bites me okay you guys know what I talk about yeah yep. okay. <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> so um they said um you just look and see where you are seeing motion coming out of the case you're going to have a murtlap to contend with you know um but there's other creatures coming out of there and if you will follow you Dan and just to, to hear that wow. as like a you know like as a, a someone who is like a physical comedian who loves that he's like oh my god so i was like oh, okay i'm going to then, then then your the wheels start turning like okay let me let me plan some bits here mm-hmm. you know so the whole thing where i'm holding the Mert lap and suddenly uh the uh you don't see it, it is off camera but the rumping crashes through the the uh the window and then I look down the block. And I'm like, "Holy crap! What the hell is that?" And then they rump it like looks too. <laughs> and then we both look at each other, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm supposed to bite. <laughs> you know, I was like, "I was like, let's do that." And they were like, "Yes." Oh, uh, that's so cool! That's so incredible. I love
4: that yeah. like that technology is caught up in a way that you can collaborate with the actors more yeah. than.
2: That was know, a beautiful mesh of all of that. It was CGI. I had a squishy weird puppet in my hand, <laughs> and I was. Doing, you know, like a silent movie stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's really amazing.
0: cool. Especially, I mean, I don't know if you've looked back at some of the early Harry Potter movies. Mm. The CGI is um, rough. Well, the first house, cell, a
4: troll. I mean, in the Dan door. Radcliffe had to act with Dobby in those scenes yeah. in the bedroom. You can tell, like, it's just got to be really difficult when it's just a little tennis ball on a stick. But let me tell you it's something. Especially when, when you're a child on top
2: of it. So. I, look, amazing, I look back yeah. at those movies and... <laughs> I mean, Dobby, man, like, yeah, the most emotional, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. heart-wrenching mm-hmm. moment in the whole thing. Oh, I think, sure. yeah. You know, next to me, Snape yeah. or whatever is on your list, like, yeah. he, he wasn't dry. there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> I think about him dying, and it, it, it's so sad. Oh yeah, that's the, come on. It's jeez, uh, that's that's one of the most. Be- that's like probably for me the most beautiful. Death mm. scene yeah. in the whole thing. And that he it was a knife. Who sock? Was it? sock. Oh, my God.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no.
2: If you come to my place. table, I drew that on my table. He's like, I, I drew him holding the sock. Like, I forgot the sock. <laughs> it's awesome. We got to, never mind. I want to see <laughs> it. I'll go look at <laughs> Thank it. Thank you.
0: They're following, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: Actually, I had one follow up on what we were talking okay, about with it. the whole um, bringing stuff to your, I uh, to your character. I'm to put my shoes back on. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, we can you see your Spider-Man socks. I just got at home real quickly. Uh, a lot of fans that hey, we talked to are, are are still very curious about what you know go, happens on set, just in terms of the process of making these movies. Because yes. you know, we all will have our theories and things, but it's a black box to most of us. And just the process of, like you said, creatively bringing something to the character, um, and the um, the VFX people telling you what sh- is practical, what they can work with. Is there other elements uh, on the crew, like you know, on like the script supervising team, that would say, "Oh, Jacob wouldn't do that," or you know, it, it, he would actually kind of be more like this? Because I know it's got to be a little different when you have a whole series arc to consider and not just this one movie so does that play in like is that a significant would you say influence when you're you know actually doing your scenes
2: i just um at this point i just throw out you know <laughs> i just try stuff whatever sticks at this point they trust me they trust that i know the character and um you know the editor is yeah. so huge and and david yates and uh, they're 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 editing as we're going, so they know what take they're going to use. and uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> there isn't a lot of um, script supervisor just being like, uh-uh-uh.
4: Yeah, well, maybe not so much that, but like,
2: how much help do you
4: guys have? Because there are some scenes in Crimes of Grindelwald that are a lot of you know, describing things that happened a long time ago, you know, like at the whole thing where they're at, like, the... What what do you call The cemetery. And we get, like, ten minutes worth of explanation on family trees. And, like, I've heard, you know, sometimes the actors are like, all right, I know know my bit, I know what's happening, but, like, that was a lot. Like, how... Would you say everybody was on the same page throughout all of that, or, like, was it a big team effort to really make sure that this is a coherent explanation for everybody because that was an important moment.
2: Right. <laughs> With the whole family tree and everything. Right, yeah. yeah the Corvus, big, the mm-hmm. whole, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah. So that that scene to me, I thought was like, sh- I was like Shakespeare. Okay? There's like its own Shakespeare moment in the middle of the movie. Um, and... When we were doing it, yeah, I was just listening. Okay, that's a that's a very long scene, and uh, so I, I I you know, I put myself basically right back here by the pillar. Okay, just listening, because I knew at some point the door was going to open. And I was just like Queenie, and I was going to leap, but for the for the first part of that scene, I was just like. Just listening to the the story about the baby (laughs) and credence. (laughs) And I was very smart because every once in a while, I could just be like, (laughs) (laughs) and just, like, have a little snack (laughs) and get some sustenance. (laughs) And it come back just, (laughs) (laughs) beep. That's the swivel technique. (laughs) <laughs> that you learn at Boston. See. In Boston. That, Boston see, whatever, sorry. Where you learn <laughs> that sometimes it's smart to be able to take a little U time in the middle of a scene. <laughs> Gotta wipe a little sweat away. <laughs>
4: you know <laughs> what you I remember mean? Remember how long that one took to film? That that whole uh, moment? That, that, was, was, that was that a was a lot. Like was, you said. That was Yeah. And there was a
2: whole point. bit that was going on. And mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be like a good SLL bit. Like I hope one day to be on SNL doing this bit <laughs> where I'm like swiveling out and uh and so <laughs> so in the seal, um a couple times, like twice, or not <laughs> I don't know how many times, but um like Credence says, hold on, hold on. I'm Corvus, and, <laughs> and everyone's just like no, 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 no. <laughs>
1: I think it would be really funny.
2: After <laughs> the course of the scene and they go back to the scene, and then the baby, and let it into yeah. the water, and then like out of nowhere, I'm just all, <laughs> Boo. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm Corvus. <laughs> <laughs> you know. like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back to the story, back to the story, and then dude, you know, at the end, hold on, I'm Clovis. <laughs> I'm Clovis. Um, <laughs> that was a little better. All of them. You know, everyone oh in the, the everyone, everyone goes around like, around Hold on, like wait, wait, wait a second, wait a I'm second. Corvus? <laughs> Am I Corvus? <laughs> <laughs> right? That would be a really good bit. That's funny. Oh, that's God. really funny. Now I can't remember who's Corvus.
0: Literally, I was thinking,
4: like, who who Corvus? Literally, I was just thinking, like, who is Corvus? Nobody's like, Corvus. Thinking, like, Corvus? Nobody Corvus? We've talked about this for, at question. length. <laughs> if you know who Corvus is,
2: dial the number scrolling below. <laughs> oh. I don't remember. Who's I don't Corvus? remember either.
0: Um, do
2: Corvus needs your support? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it sounds like. One eight <laughs> hundred, find Corvus. <laughs> yes.
3: Okay. Who is Corvus?
4: Well, you mentioned Queenie a second ago, and I I, I know we can't uh, not talk about that relationship with having you up here. This was a thing Nobody that will mm. say to some people, like that was something that uh, was their main. Their their top line comments when you ask them if they like the movie, they'll they'll mention that relationship in particular and how we were introduced to it again in uh, this film and where we were left with it, and uh, like I love hearing You're about your, your process <laughs> here because it seems like uh, you know you you really think about you know uh, how like what Jacobs' state of mind might be coming into the scene and you know after. Uh, those those moments so um, is there anything that you can obviously you can't probably tell us a lot if you do know anything about um, what could be coming but uh, what what was it like for you to understand you know what was going through her mind as you know that character opposite Jacob in terms of like how how much like Jacob even understood of what was happening. Yeah,
0: what do you think Jacob's thinking well, about? Well, she's illegitimate,
4: right? You know that. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. it would be very hard to hide
2: anything from, from her. <laughs> in that. Do you think
0: he's just trying to, like, shut down his thoughts so she can't read them? No, I
2: think it's totally impossible. I mean, that's, like, at the root of their relationship. He... <laughs> she knows everything that's on this poor man's mind at all times. And um, so, luckily, he's got a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. But... You know, God forbid he thinks that she's being a little nuts, you know, or thinks. Right. You know? Um, Like, you know, there's so many things that in a relationship that go unsaid. And if they were said, you wouldn't be in a relationship anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. And, um, you know, there's certain things that you have to, um, that the super ego holds back because then you wouldn't be able to operate in society. But if you have someone that just hears all that stuff, it's really hard to um, wow. It's really hard to navigate that, and I think that he and he. So they're both in a huge dilemma. Uh, he's in love with her, and she's in love with him, and uh, but he's very practical. Mm-hmm. You know, he's went. Th- he, he was through war, and he just wants to settle down. And have his bakery, and he doesn't want to rock the boat, you know. And uh, he thinks that they could live for a very, very long time, very happily, just like, you know, boyfriend girlfriend, and uh, and uh, but she, and then take it slow. He's uh, you know he's, he's about you know let's take it slow, and she's all about let's do this now. And you know how could you blame her like if you had these if you had magical powers mm. and you were able to just turn to your lover and say just come with me <laughs> you know and and put a spell on them and and so because you feel like in your heart you know what's best mm. she's like listen let's just run away we'll elope we'll get married and everything will be cool, and and he hears that, and is just like, no, we'll be <laughs> we'll be hunted, and uh, it won't be cool, you know. And um, so you see what the dilemma is. You see why she makes the choices she does, and it's terrible that they can't be together. It's just awful. Did it, do you think it bothered Jacob that she like used a love potion on him, or he was like okay with that? <laughs> I think he's. I think he loves her so much that um, he forgave that in within the first 30 seconds of talking to her and seeing how s- upset she was about it. Hmm. In that moment, where he's just like, <laughs> like that's another improv. Um, where the hell am I? <laughs> <you know? laughs> to Newt, he says. To Newt, he comes right. out of the spell and he doesn't know where to. <laughs> I always Please. wanted to go here. And he's if you're in London, he goes, oh, I always wanted to go here. <laughs> like, like even he turns the he turns his angst into something that's cheerful. Yeah, such a great you know? character. And that's that's just Jacob, man. He's already making jokes when he's walking out after. When were you gonna wake me up after? We had five kids. Like, <laughs> he's, already like he's already forgiven her. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what a good point
0: where do you th- i know you don't know how it all ends obviously where how do you think this ends for them do you think they have a happy ending
2: ah okay so i have a, like this this like little glimmer of hope that they eventually get back together you know it just seems like they would um but uh because of i, I have no idea i have no idea but there's this guy this this uh quentin Kowalski, you know Yes, that exists. the grandson. I love that you know that. That's yeah. amazing. That's awesome.
4: That's, he's the uh, a really obscure Harry Potter, Harry Potter detail yeah, yeah. to pull out. It's in Quidditch well, through I mean, the he's ages. got my last name. I am, I am impressed. That's yeah. Yeah. cool. Well, yeah. He's
0: in Quidditch Through the Ages. There's a, that yeah,
4: you it's have just not one of the main books, at all. Well. So,
2: yeah, that's really yeah. cool. No, there was, you know, the fans are very, very <laughs> smart. Oh, yeah. Right? And yeah. So, that was like one of the first things they tweeted at me was, hey, you're related to this guy. Mm-hmm. Got it. And I was like, oh, no yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, because you know,, yeah. oh wow, wow, uh, <laughs> um, <It's amazing. laughs> Very cool, uh, yeah, because Quentin is essentially the the male version of Queenie. he's got my last name. Ah, man, that would be really cool if that was uh, related to us. Would yeah. you have considered that moment as,
4: like, a breakup for them, though, when she decides to go to Grindelwald or whatever? Like, she is, is going. he that upset at that moment, or is he more shocked and surprised and scared for
2: her? Oh, yeah. I think that, um, I think she's really going. I think, <laughs> I think she's like, you know what? Jacob, you're not ready right now. Maybe you'll never be ready. Maybe you'll eventually be ready. I'm gonna go make the world a better place mm-hmm. where muggles and wizards can be together. Yeah. Muggles will be slaves, but muggles <laughs> and wizards yeah. can be together. Uh you just you just wait it out over here. And whether she, you know, comes back and finds him again and is like, see, I told you so. Let's get married. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Um, but I would like to uh Man, I'd like to be to play the knight in shining armor and run in there and save her from the evil wizard. That'd right.
0: Do you think how far do you think it can go before there's redemption for siding with these people? Because the longer she stays in it and whatever she does to aid their cause sort of uh, is going to harm her chances at a at a future, you know? Right. So how's, how long do you think she's going to be with?
2: I don't know, man. It's so, like you know, like I a quandary. Vision. I have yeah. this vision where she gets, she's like this, like premonition where she's the probably becomes the most powerful person in mm-hmm. in the movies. She taps into like some Professor X shit, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> and <laughs> you know what I mean. And glowing uh, eyes, like floating yeah, the yeah, the exactly. Side. Yeah. And she's, you know, on like the next level. She can't control her abilities, you know, that kind of thing. Credence and she are on, on very, very similar like that, and um, and I f- right, and I feel yeah. and I and I just see this scene where I'm like hunkered down with the wizards, <laughs> and uh, and then she's outside, you know, just lightning and thunder, you know, <laughs> and uh, like and they turn around to me thing. and they're like, "You used to date her," you know, like, yeah, man, <laughs> that's my girlfriend. She was different back then, <laughs> Uh, I
0: love this idea of a light version of credence, a light obscurial, the kind of powerful magic that's the opposing force of what credence.
2: credence is. Credence, right? That yeah, Could exactly. be Queenie. Oh, yeah, there cool. yeah, there you go. There you go. Balance. Yeah. 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 Especially like when they, the obscurist thing is like un-being, un unloved, or unknown and unseen, right. and she is like she can see so deeply into people with her ability. It might be.
0: And she has such deep empathy. Exactly. And that's what, like, that may be the counteracting piece of all of this.
2: The calming,
4: yeah. We've solved it. I'm really thinking back (laughs) now to (laughs) that We did it. Call us, Joe. (laughs) That scene where she was sitting in the rain and she was hearing all the voices, and then someone comes up to her and touches her and quiets the voices. But it was a moment where the only, like, we've seen people lose control of their magical ability, and they've included that for her. Gosh, that's that's really interesting to think. Yeah, a lot of people are wondering just how much agency she's retaining when she's going to Grindelwald. Here is she under a spell? Is she under just the mental, you know, argument, you know, that he's made about, uh, you know, because we, we've talked a lot about how he could seduce credence with the idea of here's your family. You need to belong somewhere. I realize that. I will help you belong somewhere. John shopping
0: this side. John, okay, I want to know what. John doesn't think he's a real Dumbledore.
4: No, I'm 90% I'm uh, convinced that was a misdirection. You don't have to... I'm not even going to look at him to, rea- to react <laughs> no, but to this it. He I hasn't said.
0: read the next script yet. They're not filming yet. Okay. Um, do you think... Well, don't say anything if you have a clue. But do you think that it was a misdirection, or do you think he's really a Dumbledore?
2: <laughs> you think they were just handing out phoenixes at the phoenix store?
0: That's what i <laughs> say, too. I think... <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, it could
2: be.
0: I mean...
4: <laughs> A phoenix phoenix here. All right, well played.
2: <laughs> Is there a phoenix? Do- it's right down right there. Right there. It's phoenix. the red and gold one. <laughs> Swivel.
3: <laughs> ah.
4: John. I'm not just, I'm, I'm, that's a good point. I think th- surely it must be difficult to acquire a phoenix. If anyone could, it would be it a Dumbledore or a Grindelwald. Pocket. Like, who else would have the power to figure out where to find a phoenix? Oh, but yeah, oh or is pain. that is it even a real phoenix? How, like, is it is there's right, lots right. of ways to make illusions of things that it was are just not a chicken. It was are. a chicken.
3: Sure, it was a baby
4: chicken. And yeah, they, set they threw on it up in the air, air
2: and the Grindelwald went poof.
4: Phoenix. And then you know there was also a student that turned a flower petal into a living fish that survived up until the point where she died. So like there is ways of transfiguring loads of the regular birds okay. into phoenix-looking birds. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I could do this for hours. He could, he could do it for 15
0: years, as a matter of fact. Right. So what is Jacob's <laughs> next move at the end of oh. when you see Queenie go off? What's the ne- What do you think is his next <laughs> <laughs> moment?
2: Oh, man. It's one of two things. And um, they both involve weight loss, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Yeah, so I think what happens is, I have no idea what happened, but what I would like to see in, you know, just psychologically, because at the end, uh, when he's on the bridge in Grindelwald, everyone's on the bridge and they're waiting for Dumbledore to come out, you know what I'm talking about? Mm Mm-hmm. And... um, Like I knew in the back of my head, like, am I supposed to see Hogwarts? I don't even know. Oh. Like I wasn't sure what, but so I was like, I'm not even gonna look that way. I'm gonna look at the horizon, and hoping that she's that Queen is coming back on a Pegasus. Like I'm just like waiting for her Mm -hmm. to like, where's my lady? Where is she? I forgive her. Where is she? Like that's what I was playing at the end of the movie, and um. And then everyone walks off. (laughs) And he's just it. And I feel like he's (laughs) just like. (laughs) (laughs) Wait what? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, maybe you know. Maybe he goes ahead with them, but I, I like to think that he's just like, oh, man, what the, was that? A, like the whole bottom thing from *Midsummer Night's Dream*, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he had it's it like, was that just another wonderful dream? Mm. And he's just like, and I think that he walks away from that, really questioning his own sanity, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> And he walks away. It was like, because because they just drop in and out of his life like that, yeah. you know. And so I think that I would like for the arc to be something like he's on this. He he just has so much lost. Lo- like he's having a lot of loss. He 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 he's he's lost her. Um, he's lost his appetite. You know. Maybe it's. Um, he can't even go into the bakery, man. Like, every little thing he's made reminds yeah. him of her. That was so cool. Right? It's just like, so he. I, I feel like he can't even look at it. So maybe, you know, psychologically, on one side of his mind, he's just like, like, what happens when you get dumped? You know, it's like, I am going to make them jealous. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I am going to get really fit. You know, I am going to be seen, you know, with very hot women, you know, like, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, I think there's that, in, in his mind, I think that he's, like, trying to, his version of that is, like, getting ready for battle. Maybe he's getting back into, you know, boxing or whatever. Maybe he's, because he knows, like, okay, maybe he's nuts, maybe he's not, but at some point... <laughs> They're gonna come back, and I want to be ready. And if I have the opportunity, I'm gonna kick some ass until I get her back. Like that's what that's what's on his mind, I think.
3: Cool. Awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I really, really, really hope they didn't bring him to Hogwarts. Just leave him outside on the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, oh, they're more protective anything. than that. But it's just, no, I'm sure that they. That'd they'd be cruel. Him.
2: <laughs> well, it'd be funny <laughs> if you they had wrong. a lot in their mind. <laughs> He's the only muggle, and they forget yeah, he like doesn't know. And he's like, right. oh, did no one fill him in on yeah. the castle? Yeah. Like, where are we? They're like, <laughs> right, he can't see. He yeah, can't, but, can't see it. And they came out, and they're like, oh, damn it. He's walking around the mountain
0: somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the forest. <laughs> Get him. Ah! Maybe there's a drop of magical ancestry someplace, and Hogwarts appears Awakens to you, it. and you're not a true mm. muggle. Maybe.
4: That would be interesting. Do be you think it would be weird if... By some turn of the plot, Jacob I- is able to do anything magical. Like, they're not, wouldn't I Yeah, I try to, you day. know, I try yeah. to... Um, <laughs> Would it take away from the fact that it's the one non-magic character in the group, if he could suddenly do... Well, she
2: magical? says, oh. she's... J- J.K. says that um, love is the most powerful magic in all the, the universe of... Mm-hmm. The wizarding world. And he's I, I'm pretty sure he's got the biggest heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. yeah. And baking, that's alchemy. Yep. You know, Yeah. it's just the ingredients. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. What if his little bakery items start coming to life and helping? That sounds terrifying.
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be great. And then afterwards they're like, eat me, we're done.
2: <laughs> and you just eat them. New genre. Of they crawl movie. into your mouth. Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is messed up. Thank Sorry. You.
2: <laughs> if they were made for that
0: though. Oh uh, my god. Do you mind if I change the subject a little? I noticed you're wearing a snazzy HPA shirt. The uh, books turn muggles into wizards yeah. shirt. Did you get that here?
2: I got that, um, no, I got that at the Strand in New York.
0: Oh, very cool. The yeah. that's so funny. The HP Alliance, which is the Harry Potter uh, group that does activism in the real world, made that shirt. Oh yeah, awesome. yeah, they have a deal with several bookstores or whatever. So that's so cool. Nice. Well, you're a supporter awesome. of the HPA, which is really which is really exciting. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Um can you tell us about all your work with Lumos and what's what's in a, you, you at Dublin you were doing some stuff with them and then Yeah.
2: That's um Joe's charity. And they man <laughs> you know Har- Harry's an orphan and so this this whole thing was born out of um Seeing what the the institutional bureaucracy red tape disaster is that 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 is you know the the orphanages around the world and, and how kids get just get lost in the system and it's really scary and it's almost like the system is is stacked against them to get them back to their their real parents. and so what Lumos does is like they say, okay, let's find this kid's real parents. Let's get them up on their feet and get them a, to a state where they can actually get and raise their own child, which I think is beautiful. Yeah. So that's that's what they do. And um, so we're, 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 we've got all sorts of stuff in plan, uh, in, in store. We have a holiday album that we've been cultivating for a little while. Uh, so, yeah, you, uh, look it up. It's a really lovely cause.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I could use it in America probably a little bit. Um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> full, full dark sorry um yeah <laughs> ah. yeah yeah we're going to start opening up for questions soon there's a mic over okay, great. Th- over there so ah. start lining up um yeah where are they they're they're coming they're coming it, ta- where could it you takes be? a second Anybody, what's your favorite uh, fan theory you've heard
2: it's i like have that. um oh a fan theory that yeah. i've heard yeah yeah oh uh yeah, I mean that Quentin Kowalski thing is pretty good. Yeah, it's a That's pretty great awesome.
4: One. Um, have you heard many theories for how Jacob came to remember what happened and to how he remembered Queenie in yeah, the cause end?
0: Because in the movie, they just say, "Oh, it just kind of was." Remembers.
4: Like,
2: right, but,
0: but do they have an explanation?
2: Yeah, he says it in the movie. He says, uh, "I say work. it in Crimes of Grindelwald to Newt. I say uh, it's pretty fast, though. Yeah, I say." Um, yeah, you know, I I it says that, you know, yeah, uh, it erases bad memories and I didn't have any. You but know? he had
0: that whole period where he made the bakery and everything. So was it just like it had to like wear off, you think?
2: I think that I think that he um remembered it as a dream, like you would a dream. Um. And it's very much like Bottom from Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, you yeah. know, when he wakes up from that, he has this fog, but he remembers so much and he obviously retains it by putting it into his pastries. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees her, and he's like, oh, my God, that's, that's Titania. That's the girl from my dream. And then he goes, wait a minute. That's where I got that scar. The scar is like the clincher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the hell did he get that scar? Right. And then I think it all comes flooding back to him. And she, you know, fills him in on a lot of it. He says it in, in wow. Grindelwald.
3: All
0: right, well, I like it. Heard it here. <laughs> and in the movie, apparently. Hey, yeah. say, say your name <laughs> and your house and where you're from.
2: Hey, are you over here? Oh, yeah,
4: hey. Hi, I'm Greg. I'm a Slytherin from New
5: Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, awesome. This has nothing to do with anything Harry Potter.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> first of all, congratulations on losing the weight. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Where are you, man?
1: <laughs> He's right. I got a
2: light right in my eye. Oh, there you go. Um, what was it like working with like Christopher Walken
5: and Terry Cruz on Balls of Fury? Oh,
2: <laughs> oh it was awesome. Uh, well, Terry's great. I only had that <laughs> I only had the one scene with him. And you know, he does that thing with his pecs, you know. Yeah. Bounces his pecs. <laughs> and, uh, so I thought that was really funny. I was like, that's his like trademark move, and I got to like kind of like dance pecs yeah. with him. <laughs> Uh, sort of. Uh, yeah, he was really cool. He was uh, really funny and really, because I was just like fresh off the boat, you know, just like a, I was very green making that movie, and so he was very cool. He was like, hey, man, you're awesome, and just, you know, trust yourself. Walking, my God. <laughs> that was amazing experience. Um that's why I did the movie. <laughs> because I, I saw the script and I was just like, I just, guys, I just won a Tony Award. You sure you want me to do Balls of F- Fury? <laughs> I was like, I thought it was a porno. I was like, sorry. sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so I was like, no. And then they were like, Christopher Walken and I was like, oh. oh yeah, I, <laughs> uh, I found out it wasn't a porno after, soon after. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Chris, <laughs> yeah. oh, man, I would just, because, uh, you know, I, I was perfecting my walk everyone's got a, you know, a walk-in uh, impression, you know, he's like an icon, so uh, just to be able to hang out with the guy, I would just ask him to, like, say things, you know, <laughs> like, I was just like, um, say, hey, man, how is how is craft services, because I knew that he loved, <laughs> I knew that he loved cooking. And he was like, and it was fine. The artichoke dip. It's my favorite. <laughs> and he would just come out with these <laughs> mounds of artichoke dip. <laughs> um, just to hear him say artichoke. <laughs> it was like, oh, amazing. Uh, and there was one time, because I had that, I had, my hair was really long. <laughs> in the movie. And... Um, it looked like this. And uh basically, and the first time I met him, he had this Ming the Merciless wig on, like this massive wig with this like braid and like a spike at the end of it. And I I, I wa- and the director introduced me to Chris, and I was nervous, you know. And I go to shake Chris's hand, and I I was just like, I didn't know what to say. And he's, he tries to, like, break the ice, and he go, Chris goes, uh, you know, this isn't my real hair. <laughs> and I go, I go, no, I know that. I know it's not your real hair. It's, a, it's like a big, merciless wig, you know? And he was just like, he was like, yeah. And then it was awkward, so, so I thought, okay, i am got to make a joke. And I was like, you know, this isn't my real hair. And he goes, no way! And he goes, then grab it! <laughs> and he's, like, pulling my... And I'm like, dude, no, it's my hair, it's my hair. (laughs) He's like, never tell anyone it's not your hair. (laughs) I was like, all right, all right. (laughs) Sorry, man. (laughs) (laughs) Good impression. It's all right. Say artichoke dip one more time. What? Artichoke dip. Artichoke dip. (laughs) (laughs) I do like, my impressions sound like cousins, you know? (laughs) I'm like, Frank walking. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the family reunion.
0: Oh doesn't sound God. like him at all. It's How has like that mup- not been an SNL bit, the walk-in
2: family reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just eight different versions their husband? Different ah, versions. never mind. They did. <laughs>
3: they
2: did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thank you. And, um, Thanks very much. <laughs> to what the happened? question to the person. Oh, no, we, were don't tell, don't we were telling them thank you. <laughs> hey, wait. Sorry, yeah. Wait. Um, <coughs> I got a comic book for you.
0: Oh. What? Got a what?
2: Whoever asked that question. Where are cool. you? <laughs> where are you? <laughs> ah! Take that enjoy. That's
1: awesome. That's R-rated. That's
2: <laughs> R-rated. So just be careful. <laughs> Next, Next question. Oh, sorry.
1: Thank you. Just made him very happy. That's my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, my name's Amanda. I'm a proud Gryffindor. <laughs> um so, two things. Number one, your laugh, like, makes my day, by the way. Um, when I'm feeling down, I put on Fantastic Beasts just to hear you laugh. Oh. Uh, all right. Um, mm. So, my question is, I know that, I don't know if it still holds, but I know that JK uh, made all of the actors read all the books um, before they were able to act on the, any of the movies. So is that true? Yes. No one told Michael Gambon. <laughs> 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 or at least... Or at least read the reading, a knock. He didn't read them. Or at least finish reading the books by the end of the movie. So my question to you is: yes. did you read the books um, and did it influence your character on Fantastic Beasts or your mindset behind the other characters um, in the movies?
2: I watched most of the movies. And <laughs> A lot of hearts just get really Oops. hurt out there. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not read any of the books. Um, I'm reading the books now with my, my daughter, which is like That's one of awesome. my favorite experiences ever. Um, what are you up to? We're on the first book. Nice. Yeah, she's, oh, nice. she's only seven, so oh, she okay. just turned the age that you can read it with her. And um, so it's awesome. Uh, and I thought should I go back and and, and read all the books and sh- in preparation for Jacob? And should I go back and watch all the movies and make sure I've watched them all? And I thought, no. I'm a muggle from the 20s. Yeah. I should, the, le- the less I know, the better. I have to go into this, like, Alice in Wonderland. You know, I have to, like, not be in total awe of... Um, what I'm seeing and not really know the the inside scoop at all about anything. I'm supposed to learn when I get there. Um, so when I finished filming the first one, I was like, wow, I love this universe. I come from Star Wars. And um, I love, st- I come from Star Wars. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, uh, I love Star Wars. And... Uh, so that's the hero's journey. That's you know Joseph Campbell, search for the mother, search for the father. And when I realized that Harry Potter is is the hero's journey, search for the mother, search for the father, I was like, this is this th- what she has accomplished. Mm-hmm. What Lucas couldn't accomplish. Lucas made um, a galaxy long ago, far far away she made A Hero's Journey right here, right now, next door. And that is so tangible and wonderful and delicious. And and uh, so it made me... So I was like, I'm going to... So I had a marathon. I watched all the movies. Uh, it was like crying about Snape while sitting down to watch The Cursed Child, you know? <laughs> and like, you know, I, I think that it's really cool to, now that I've been doing the movies, to totally immerse myself in the universe... Um, it's really quite classy and delightful. You, you, you know, Lucas can't say that kids learn to read <laughs> from his creation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, thank it's you. very special. Yeah, thank you. Okay, you want a comic book? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Here, I'll give you the other one. <laughs> Since your boyfriend has the, the first one. <coughs> sure. Enjoy. That's R-rated, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I forgot how to talk. Okay. <laughs> What's your name? And, uh, uh, what my name house is
2: Charles. I'm a Slytherin. Okay. Charlie. And I met you back in Dallas last year. All um, right. I was going to ask you this question. Hopefully, it hasn't been asked before. Okay. How do you feel representing all of us in the movies? You are us in the movies. I mean, you are an outside perspective, you're seeing magic for the first time. You are all of us. How does that feel? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it feels really good, man. Um, I like, you know, that I'm a muggle, like not like the Dursleys, you know, like <laughs> who are just like just really n- gnarly people. <laughs> yeah, he's like a really sweet guy, and and um, and his and is really brave and and it's it is it's like the Alice in Wonderland thing. I get to go down the rabbit hole, man. I'm just like a I'm just a regular dude going down the rabbit hole and and I want to be a wizard, you know. That's that's Dan. <laughs> You know, that's I I uh, very much recognize the fact that I am especially in that first movie um kind of the eyes of the audience. Yeah. And uh yeah, those are pooh a lot of st- lot a lot of stress and a lot of fun going into that. <laughs> uh just try to make sure that I got it right, you know. And um yeah. I I, I feel like uh how do you guys feel? You feel like I, I'm representing okay? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Woo! Woo that feels good. <laughs> yeah. I there was uh you know we we were we were stepping into this um universe and who knew? Who knew um, if people were gonna accept us? But what was really lovely was, e- even before at the cons or whatever, before the movie came out, the fans were just so lovely and like welcome to the family and everything. And so that's that's really nice about the fandom. I appreciated that. You guys didn't even <laughs> see me in the movie yet. It's yeah, great.
0: wasn't Dublin? Was Dublin maybe before? It was after. It was after. It was it, it,
2: after was, the first it was after the first, before the second. Very yeah. yeah, very close on. Uh. What kind of comic book do you want? Do you want <laughs> like a, a sci-fi or a noir?
6: I'll, I'll, anything is
2: really good, man. <laughs> mm. Here you go. Cool. Thank you. Enjoy.
0: Mm. Yay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
4: All right, batter up. <laughs> I'm sh- wow. oh.
0: Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm from Massachusetts. I am a Slytherin. Um, There's a, a lot of Slytherins. <laughs> I'm cosplaying as Draco today as well, so awesome. <laughs> gotta represent my house. Nice. But um, I know my question is kind of vague, but like, what what has been your favorite thing about playing Jacob? What have you like taken away
4: from playing this character in the films?
2: Wow, Jacob is <laughs> Jacob is so special to me. Um, basically saved my. Career. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it uh, yeah. Like I, I like I said in the the panel the other day, I yeah. I, w- I wished on a star for some stability <laughs> in my career because I was having my daughter coming yeah. into the world, my second daughter, and I was like, man, I need a miracle here, and I got this role. I mean, and and the role. It was, as, it, was, it was as if the universe was just like, here is a perfectly crafted role for you to do. <laughs> just tee it up and just knock it out of the park, man. That's And when I say that, when I read it, I just knew it. I just understood it. My great-grandfather was a baker on the Lower East Side, Fogler's pumpernickel, OK? Wow. That was a thing. Wow. Um, I felt like when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh my God, I, I am stepping into my ancestor's shoes right now. I know this guy. Wow. I know the accent. I just, I just know." Him. Wow. And um, so, yeah. So to play this part, I feel like I'm playing. Like I feel like I'm getting a chance to to step into the shoes of my great grandfather.
3: Wow. wow,
0: that's awesome! Thank you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, noir or sci-fi. <laughs>
0: all
2: right. Step all
4: right, what's your name enjoy. in your house?
3: Hi, my name's
5: Tracy. I'm a uh, Gryffindor from just outside Boston. Woo!
2: Um, Careful, man, there's a lot of slithering right. Here.
5: That's all right, we can hold our own. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> this actually, and also the girl that mentioned before, your giggle gives me life, man. Your giggle <laughs> is the most amazing thing, but anyway. um, so And this much. actually... <laughs> Piggybacks on what you were Essence. just t- <laughs> <laughs> piggybacks on what you were just talking about, as far as um, your great grandfather and his bakery and everything. Did you have to do a lot of research as far as what a person in the twenties, you know, what their everyday life was like, or did you just, uh, as a muggle, obviously your research wouldn't have been into the wizarding world necessarily. Did you do any research as far as the human world?
2: Yeah, I mean, I watched a lot of those. I watched a lot of those early movies—Chaplin, um, Buster Keaton—that um, definitely infused that into uh, his his uh, mannerisms, his his gait, physical comedy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I always felt like I was my. It's crazy. I feel like I'm. In, I'm. I'm was supposed to be in the 20s like i was supposed to that was my time um and i'm like reincarnated as one of my uncles that died young in the bootleg business <laughs> 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 i just feel like that's a big that's a thing um uh in my heart um so i feel like i was supposed to be in the 20s
5: so you didn't have to do research you just live it
2: yeah
0: cool <laughs> thank,
3: thank you thank you, very thank much. you so much
2: thank you. Uh, noir or sci-fi <laughs> Enjoy.
0: Now are these Thanks. ones you've made or written or that you like just like what are these what are the comics? These books are comic books
2: that I wrote. What? Uh, Brooklyn Gladiators, my sci-fi um, it's oh like it's okay. like homage to Akira and wow. Blade Runner if you're into that kind of thing. Um, <gasps> and the other book is um, the prequel which is like this modern noir um, about uh, how everything basically went to hell and, and created the universe that this the dystopian universe grew out of. Cool. That's how long cool. have you been doing that? I've been writing since 2010. I got a book called Moon Lake, mm-hmm. which is like Twilight Zony all rated R, <laughs> crazy stuff. Right. Uh, homage to um, Heavy Metal magazine, <gasps> oh, uh, cool. which I was like the first magazine comic book that I ever read. The movie. Have you seen Heavy Metal the movie? Big fan of that, so mm. huge influence on me with my books. Very
3: cool. Wow. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, go check them out. We'll put a, we'll put a link up.
2: Awesome.
6: Hi, I'm um Gio. I'm What's from up? <laughs> I'm from Boston. I'm a Huffledore, huh? House non-conforming, you know. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Woo! Living my best life. Um I'm
2: technically a Huffledore, so hey. Oh yeah? Brother. Yeah, I guess word
6: technically, Yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> I have like so many questions, but I guess <laughs> this is like the one that I was thinking of on the way over here. So at the end I just of laughed. I'm so sorry. So at hey, the
2: yeah.
6: at the end of Crimes of Grindelwald, um it seems like pretty apparent that World War II is going to play a part in the next few movies. Mm. Like it goes until nineteen forty-five, until the until World War Two ends. As like Jacob, having been in World War One, going like seeing that there's going to be another World War, and then thinking about, you know, Queenie and Tina who are both Jewish, um, how that's going to affect their lives, um, and like the fears that Jacob has about. All of those things, like how do you think any of that is going to play out, and um, how do you, as Jacob, feel about that kind of situation?
2: Ah, I think it, uh, he's horrified.
6: He saw World War
2: One, and Grindelwald gives him a, like a that hallucination um, in the amphitheater where they see what what's coming, and they see the atom bomb. And, and Jacob, says, Jacob says, not another war. Um, you know, at that time, that was just the world war. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they thought that was the war to end all the wars. The, the, the idea that there would be another, a second war um, was horrendous. Um, I, I, my favorite movie is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, when, like, Jacob, when I'm Jacob running from the erumpent, in my head, I'm Indiana Jones (laughs) running from the boulder, okay? The little kid in me is very happy. (laughs) And, um, And so the idea that Jacob would get a chance to kick some Nazi ass... (laughs) is very Indiana Jones to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. World War II is very Indiana Jones to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, I'm very excited about the... the, I mean, we we all know that it's supposed to... There's supposed to be a huge battle, showdown between Grindelwald and Dumbledore. Right. Um, We know it's all leading to that. Mm -hmm. I think it would be just... uh, I just can't wait to be part of you know the the trench warfare or whatever they decide to how they p- to play these scenes of you know massive battle scenes mm-hmm. with all of the mechanics of, of war with the magic mixed in dragons newt talking about you know newt riding a, a steel belly you know dragon <laughs> into the <laughs> right i mean like yeah there's the the potential is huge um, yeah. I'm excited i I always wanted to be s- part of something epic battle scenes
6: like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. You, yeah. <laughs> Am I allowed to ask another question or not? No, because we're we are unfortunately <laughs> out of time, oh. but at 3.30, oh, Dan's no. going to be
0: doing <laughs> photographs in the hall, uh, and there are a couple of Noir other people as well. Thank you so much for everybody's lovely questions, and Dan, thank you so much for spending yes, this you time you, with Dan. us. Yes.
2: <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. All right, man.
3: Yay.
0: Thank cool. you.